Success on Demand is like this dope sisterhood of strong, ambitious women who love business but crave success. We come together and talk self-improvement, goals, and even life stories. And more than anything, we're a part of a community for us and by us. Let's have Boss Talk. What's good, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to Success on Demand today. It is a new year, and we are super excited for all of the guests that we have lined up for the show. But today, I have someone who's um, really special as far as their, their brand and everything that they're doing right now and some things that they have coming up. And I can't wait for you guys to hear her story and everything that she's working on right now. I am going to allow her to introduce herself just because we we know everything about ourselves. So we introduce ourselves the best. But without further ado, I do want to introduce to you guys Ashley of the Beauty Initiative. And Ashley, you can go ahead and just tell us a little bit about yourself before we start with the interview. Well, I guess I'm not used to normally talking about myself. I'm used to normally talking about the nonprofit. So when people ask me who I am, I'm like, uh, I guess, you know, I, I, I guess I'm Ashley still exactly. instead of the pad lady, what people call me. Uh, my name is Ashley L. Eubanks, and I'm the founder and so proud to be the founder of a nonprofit 501c3 organization called the Beauty Initiative, Inc. And we literally yes. take the initiative to help those in need and our primary focus is to promote and provide hygiene to those in need specifically the homeless population those experiencing a financial hardship and children in schools so that's a little bit about me and what I do with my organization but I'm just I guess I'm a hustler at heart Um, I love people and I've always been a giver so when I was given this actual a gift to give back to people in a more professional way and I guess a more structured way it just meshed in with who I am and who I was raised to be so that's just a little bit about me I love that so okay for somebody who's not sure or doesn't talk about themselves much I love how you just articulated well thank you (laughs) because it was like no for real because I think sometimes we think that we don't, you know, because when someone comes up to you like at networking events and they're like, you know, what do you do? We always say, well, you know, this is my business. And it's like, but you're not, we don't talk about like what we do. But I feel like you just really just encapsulated all of that into, you know, three perfect sentences. So keep that. I love Thank that. Thank you. <laughs> so with something that you said within that, um, the portion about you just liking or loving to give back and recognizing that about yourself like what led you to um discovering that you could create a nonprofit or that you could create an initiative like what exposed you to that um I just believe it was my upbringing number one my past my my grandfather was a pastor for 34 years so church for us is not business it's literally service to others Mm. so we you know were taught to give to others and whether it was going with them when they were going to literally visit the sick and shut in or travel with my grandparents to different cities when it was conventions and to help them help others so that was um, something that started really young and then my father always taught us small lessons that now I teach the students that I work with and hopefully will teach my children. And one of the small lessons was he worked three jobs 
And with the three jobs, he cleaned the actual floors of a library. And it was the main library in our city. And my sister threw away some um, food and he made her get it out the trash can, take another bite. And we were disgusted. But he told us it's because you were so wasteful. But there is somebody wow. out there that's grateful for that little piece of food. And he literally pinpointed a homeless man sitting outside of the library. And he actually said, go offer it to him. The same food that she threw away. And the man was so excited to actually have that. So that was something that wow. has imprinted in my mind forever. And so we were taught these lessons that it's better to literally give than to receive. And then we were also taught that when you do give from your heart, you'll receive more. So sometimes it'll be just the feeling of gratitude or fulfillment. Then other times God will turn around and bless you double um, because you gave from your heart. So that was just a part of my upbringing. And with my father being an educator, it was easy that we know that they don't get paid, but he gave so much to his students and it trickled down to myself and my siblings. So I believe that, you know, they helped us um, be molded into the people we are today. And mine is just the giver. And I am honored to be a giver in my community. I love that. Love that. Love that. And I, I like that you shed a light on a hard lesson but mm-hmm. you made it so bright so that people could understand why it had to mm-hmm. happen that way. Because I think as children, we're taught lessons. And at that time, we're like, oh, they're so hard on us. Yes. Or, oh, I don't like it. They don't love me. Yes. Or, I don't have <laughs> loving parents or grandparents. <laughs> and it's like, because when I was younger, if we, if the whole house didn't get above C's, we could only watch educational channels on the tv and we can only watch animal planet the food network all that kind of stuff and i used to be upset because sure. i'm like we can't we trying to sneak and watch tv and we gotta look out man mm-hmm. and if they pull up do we gotta t- like we used to think like oh my gosh we in jail right now yes. but as an adult i love cooking i'm passionate about animals you know i know a lot about geography and and uh, National Geographic type stuff. Like, I'm into that stuff, but I'm also able to be, you know, down to earth and be myself, too. But I realized that that thing, that lesson that made me feel like I was in jail had enriched me so much so that I can have conversations in different places with different people. And it's like, I love those lessons, and I, I just like how you shed light on it in a way where people could see that it doesn't always have to be negative. Sometimes those lessons break us to build us. That's right. And you, I just love how you discovered who you were through that, like through those lessons that year. And you said your granddad, right? Yes. My grandfather yeah. and my father. That's your grandfather yeah. taught you. That's so beautiful. And um, another thing that you mentioned with, within that, was just about um, in in your intro when you were talking about the initiative and what you actually do with giving out uh, pads to the homeless and just everything that you do. But what made you decide that you wanted to specifically target the homeless population, um, you know, rather than some of the other populations? Well, I um, actually was helping out at a shelter locally and they needed someone to do the beauty portion of the workshop that transitions the women it was an all-women shelter back into the workforce Mm. so they taught financial literacy they taught them a resume they taught them how to dress they wanted someone to teach them how to you know look good um inside and out 
and to teach them what they needed, hair, makeup, different things like that. So I said, okay, I answered the ad and I will go and yes. land, you know, my um, cosmetology license and, and passion to actually give back. Because before I even started the nonprofit, I did makeup for um, a number of years and I also started a private label cosmetic line. So I did that for about four years as well. So that was just, you know, going into my passion of beauty. That's why our actual name is the Beauty Initiative. That's why wow. I started it. Um, and so I was just teaching makeup, no problem, teaching hair. Mm-hmm. And that was, I felt like, what was I supposed, I was supposed to do. Okay, I could do mm-hmm. my give back. I've made good money. You know, we've done what we can do. And we're still trying to push the cosmetic line in our local area and other areas. But I was getting off the highway and with getting off the highway, I, I seen a woman that was bleeding through her clothes. Wow. So she actually was um, panhandling. And with her panhandling, she turned around and I seen the blood in her clothes. And with that, mm-hmm. it really made me think, I wonder what women do when their cycle is on and they're homeless. And I think oh I, I tell parents when I speak to parents, um, because I work for the local school district, you never know who you are raising. You never know who you are grooming because my Mm -hmm. father always taught us to take action when you can, whether it's to help someone else, help yourself or help your community. So when I seen the lady actually bleeding through her clothes, I could have said, wow, and kept driving. Instead, I thought to myself, what do they really do? You know, why is she bleeding on her, in her clothes? If there's a shelter that wasn't even a mile away, why can't she just go to the shelter and get pads? They don't give them pads. And I did some research. Um, I live in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, which is neighboring city to Miami as well as Palm Beach. And with that, I was able to literally say how many pads are they given or when the pads are given. And to my surprise, it actually was something that really wasn't given. And so I told my sister, I said, well, what can we do to actually help this problem? And with, she said, well, I don't know. What should we do? I said, well, maybe we'll ask people for tampons and pads. And my birthday was coming up, my 30th birthday, and we wanted to actually make a difference. So we happened Mm -hmm. to put it on social media. And someone from a store I used to work at, a major retail company, said, whatever you get, we'll match. Wow. Okay, we'll do that. And we end up getting 7,500 individual products. Oh, So they matched us to do... 15,000. So on my 30th birthday, I invited my friends who thought I was crazy um, to bring tampons and different things. But Mm -hmm. I made tie-dye t-shirts. My mom made a spread of food. Um, I had my Beats by Dre boombox. And we literally (laughs) um, packed these bags and wanted to give them to the homeless women. Because when, when I went around to the shelters, it was less than 300 individual items for about five different shelters. Wow. So they were giving the women one pad at a time, two pads at a time. So I just said, okay, we're going to do that. I did it one time and I said, okay, we're going to drop them off. And that was good. And that was my 30th birthday because it was just like, like a lot of people do. Okay. I'm going to do this one, you know, quote unquote, give back. And then I've done my service to my community. I was Mm -hmm. done. I was like, okay, let me go back to my makeup thing and my regular job. But the next month I received a call and said, do you have any more bags? Wow. And I said, no. And they were like, okay. And I said, have a good day. And I called the person back at the shelter and said, 
you all don't have any more bags? They said, no. I said, you all don't have any more stock? They said, no. I said, well, what are they going to do? They said, we don't know. And instantly I called my father and said, okay, we got to do something else. And that's how we birthed our first initiative, which is help her period. And that was in 2016 on my birthday, actually August 17th. And to date, we started with the 15,000, which was like, wow. And now we're at over 300,000 that we've given. And we give it on a monthly basis. So that's why people call me the pad lady. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So um, I tell people, you never know what you're doing until you do it. Listen, I want to, this is like, this question is going to be asked in an odd way, but it's based on like something that you said. There was there was a portion um, before you explained to us there where you said you answered the ad. And I want to ask you, what's the best advice that you could give to somebody about answering the ad or filling the gap, for a lack of better words, like putting themselves in a position where um, they answer a, a need or they're the solution to a problem or they... Um, put themselves in a position where they discover that ad and they answer it like what's some advice that you can give to somebody about going for it in that way Um, I think and I probably need to get this on a t-shirt it's just doing your part Mm. so you never know what your part is Um, with working for the school district we found that some of the schools don't have pencils to give the students not just for testing but just for regular school So I had a friend just ask people on social media for pencils and she was able to give so many to this one school that was in need. And now she's continuously getting pencils. So her actual platform was just to give pencils to kids. Mine is hygiene, but someone else it may be to, you know, do the hair of women that are getting out of jail and trying to get a job. Or even I've heard of a, a actual platform with, Um, people getting together bags for children that are going into foster care, moving from home to home, they lose their items. So people are giving teddy bears. It's anything that you can do. And it's seeing a problem and not turning a blind eye and actually being a part of the solution or being the solution. That's what you're doing your part. And if everybody does their part, imagine how great this world will be. Mine is hygiene. I'm going to be hygiene until I die. (laughs) <laughs> but it may be someone else that may need to give clothes. Yes. It may be someone else. Like your part is the podcast because you're now able to, you know, share your platform to shed light on someone that's trying to fill in the gap in her one little part of the world. But that's major because you answered the ad, you stood in the gap and said, okay, I'm going to use what I'm good at to help someone else. And then that will help someone else. And that will help someone else. So it's just about yes. doing your part, whatever it is. And nothing is too small. So just start where you're at and do your part. Listen, you better preach. You better <laughs> preach. And, I, and you know what? I'm try, I be trying not to go too <laughs> to far. Because be, we be, we'll be on here for an hour. So I've already decided I need to bring you back at some point so that we can do like a, a full-length feature on like a, a specific topic. But we'll talk about that later. Um but yes, you better preach. There was um, one other thing that I wanted to ask you too um, before I have you tell us about the new thing that you have coming up. But the the last thing I wanted to ask you is like, what's what's something that you have come up against as far as being a brand owner and a nonprofit owner that you had, had to overcome, and how did you overcome that? Um, 
I guess one of the biggest things is having the confidence and the tenacity in what you're doing, because I just feel like some sometimes you feel other brands or nonprofits are going ahead of you and they're mm-hmm. actually getting different sponsors. We found out about a nonprofit that got a huge major sponsor and we're moving triple the amount of products that she's giving. We're covering so much more space than she's actually given. And I called my dad and I said, well, why, why did she get chosen? You know, we've applied and we've applied and we've applied. Ooh, that's and a lesson. Yeah. Keep he going. says, he said, it's not your turn. Mm. And I said, no, but we have, you know, we have to fulfill this need. And he says, never doubt that the need won't be fulfilled. You know, you, you put it out in the universe, what you need. Everybody sees your need and you're passionate about it. And I said, well, that's the thing. I'm more passionate. We're this, we're that. And he says, you don't worry about it. When it's your turn, it's your turn. And, you know, I got in my feelings and hung up the phone and, you know, fussed at the phone because, of course, I wouldn't fuss (laughs) at my daddy. Um, But I literally was in a slump and I just said, you know what, you know, I'm going to put my feet to the ground and continue to work. And I will tell you that once I did that and not worry about what others were doing or not worry about, you know, us meeting our goals at the deadline that I wanted to, the same company that chose her gave her 10000 we actually never applied again because we applied five times and actually were denied. Mm-hmm. Another company contacted us and had a contract with them. And I said, okay, what do you need? With my little, you know, get a girl attitude. Yeah. And they <laughs> said, well, you know, we have a program with them and they have agreed to allow us to choose you all. And I said, uh-huh. Oh How much is gosh. it going to be? Now, what we were fighting for and what I had an attitude for was 10000 I tell you that I had to get another storage warehouse because they gave us 200000 Oh, my God. That gave me chills. Listen. Don't make me cry. But Listen. that will show you that if you're in this for nonprofit and you're passionate about it, all you need to do is follow your passion and serve. Do the work and serve and everything will come unto you. So yes. people say, you work hard like you get paid. I said, well, the fulfillment that I get to serve others that's enough pay for me. So I just literally serve. I work every day. I get up and I go to my regular job that I happen to love. And after that, I come and work in our storage. I'm out in the community. We're delivering bags. We're writing sponsors. So everything has come, but I think it comes before because we're passionate about what we do. My sister backs me. My father backs me. And we have a a team that I have coined the Shiro Squad. Yeah, and they yeah, and they back me. But you have to be passionate about what you do because this is not for money. Mm-mm. Listen, there are two things that you said that people need to pay attention to because those are two. I think those are two lessons that we everyone le- has to learn at some point, especially when you're a brand owner. And number one is wait your turn mm-hmm. because you could be working like a dog, okay? Mm-hmm. And because <laughs> it's not your turn. You don't see you don't see the things that you think that you need to see, and for the people who are um, faith based, understand that God's timing is better than your timing. Exactly. When we try to create a timeline and a time frame for ourselves and our lives and our brands, and when stuff doesn't pan out the way that we want it to pan out, we begin to question things. And a lot of times, it's really just because it's not our turn yet, mm-hmm. or it's not God's timing yet. 
And that's that was um, the first lesson that really stuck out to me that you just said there. And the second one is um, how you talked about what they offered the other company and you knew in your heart that at that time your volumes were more mm-hmm. and it really just stuck out to me that comparison especially with um like social media right now like I feel like a lot of us deal with the um the comparison bug yeah and like they always say comparison can be the thief of joy sure. because it's like you had no idea 200,000 I think that's what you said 200,000 is what they offered you that is amazing just because y'all waited on the perfect timing because you stand it you stood in the paint and you continue to work and you continue to be passionate and genuine about what you were doing like girl that gave me chills (laughs) that gave me chills because you literally just have to if you work your time will come so I don't look at anybody else anymore I don't count anybody else's coins or who they're serving. Or I literally just want to serve my community and work. And whatever accolades, you know, we're given or I'm given, that's just a, you know, a cherry on top. But I know that my purpose is to serve. And I'm good at administration. I'm good at planning. I'm good. I, so I can do all those things with my eyes closed. But my actual uh, theme for 2019 for myself and as well as our organization is intentional impact. We want to make an impact because it's not about Ashley. It's not about my sister. It's not about my father or or our actual family name. It's about literally making an impact because no matter if I ever get paid or if we ever get another sponsorship, if I have to use my own personal funds like I did before and make hygiene kits, I'll do it because this is what I'm supposed to do. So you can't look to the left or to the right. You have to look forward and say, you know, focus on what the actual goal is and what you're supposed to do. And that's what I'm doing. Yes. And tell us before I even, cause I was going to ask another question. Tell us <laughs> what you have coming up and where people can follow you. Cause I know you got something coming up and I know you got somewhere people can follow you. Well, well we, the beauty initiative. Yes. Yeah, so we've actually um, started another initiative called hygiene for all, which we give all hygiene to men, women, and children. So that's our next after helper period. But our actual uh, third one, it may be our last, I'm not sure. Well, our actual fourth one, I'm sorry, will be Dignity Delivered. So with working mm-hmm. with students, I actually work with homeless students now um, in Broward County. We had a student that was being teased because he was wearing the same shirt with the same stain. And I asked the teacher, well, why are they teasing him? And she says, because they noticed that he keeps wearing the same shirt. And I looked at her and said, well, why is he wearing the same shirt? You know, thinking that that's a solution. And she says, I don't know. With some research, his mom couldn't afford laundry. Wow. And I thought to myself, how can she afford laundry? Because I'm spoiled and I have a full-size washer and dryer in my house. (laughs) And when I went to actually speak to the parent, I said, well, what's going on? She says, Ms. Eubanks, do you know that laundry can cost me about $70, $75 a month? And I'm looking like, okay. And she says, I have four children. And I'm like, okay. She says, so that's just for normally a, a two weeks. So $70, $75, we're talking about $150 a month. That's a total different bill. So she couldn't afford laundry. So for my birthday this year, we launched Dignity Delivered. And I personally paid for over 100 loads of laundry and supplies to families that are in need. They're not specifically homeless. They're just experiencing a financial hardship. So a lot of single mothers, single fathers even came and families that just needed a boost because I don't want any child to go to school and be bullied because their parents can't afford laundry. That's unfortunate. And that's something that we can do to help. 
So with Dignity Delivered, we do community laundry days and we supply all of the laundry supplies and we pay for their laundry. And it's literally just lightening the load of families that are in need. So, yes. yeah. So, um, How beautiful. Yeah. So people can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Beauty Initiative Inc. And mm-hmm. they can see where they can just share one of our posts. We don't normally ask for monetary donations, but just share our posts and get the word out of what we do. Um, and actually, if you want to donate products, I got in the mail the other day, just randomly, don't know where it's from, two bags of Tide Pods. And Ooh. we haven't even, uh, you know, launched that we're doing Dignity Delivered. But someone told someone else and they just sent us two Tide Pods. It's 16 in each. Oh so that's a gosh. lot of loads that we can give to a family in need that just may be struggling because everyone deserves the right to feel clean and everyone yes. deserves hygiene and dignity. So that's what we do. We give hygiene help and we restore hope. That's literally what we do on a daily basis. Ashley, I want you to know that Success on Demand will definitely be backing um, not only your current initiative, but um, the new initiative that you have coming up, because I love everything about that. And for people who, um, you know, for a a lack of better words, their their finances can fully support them and they can have something left over. It's nothing for us to spend three dollars or four dollars and, you know, buy a, a bag of Tide Pods, you know, so. I definitely want to uh, collab with you on something in the future to figure out how um, success on demand can give more towards that because I love that. I see. I didn't know how large your um, your reach and your purpose was. So I'm excited that we got to have this interview, not only for the listeners, but for me to be able to learn more about you, too. Well, so, thank you. And I want to thank you for coming on. Like, I'm happy that we we stuck it out and figured yeah. out how to get this interview going. No, for real. Like, I'm I'm so, 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 so grateful. And, you know, I'm thankful that you gave your time today and that you were so genuine and, and, and um, transparent with us today about what you do and what you have planned for the future. Thank you so much. And thank you for doing your part. Thank you. Aww. Thank you. Well, You're thank a blessing. Thank you, too. It's no problem, girl. And for everybody else that's listening to this podcast, I appreciate you all for tuning in today. Please go and check out her page and um, everything that she's doing on the Beauty Initiative. And if you are able and willing and you you have the uh, resources to be able to support, please do. And you can find out where to send those items on the Instagram page as well. And until next week, I will catch you guys then. Hello, I'm Ashley of the Beauty Initiative, and you've heard my story here first on Success on Demand. Before I let you go, be sure to head over to our Instagram at underscore official SOD and show some love to all of the awesome women who we've been featuring on our page, as well as the great content that's there to help you to learn all of the things that we are learning and that we think you should know. And also head over to successondemand.co to see how you can have your opportunity to be on the Success On Demand podcast. Just click on the top of our webpage that says, Why Her? And type in why you think yourself or another woman should be featured on the podcast. And do not forget to leave a review on iTunes or Spotify. 
just letting other podcast listeners know why you love success on demand and why you listen. Thanks so much. And we'll talk to you guys next week.